Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Faux Real. This is your nerdy and very sexy host, Devlin Wilder, coming to you once again from the legendary Sunny Gables estate. This episode, I welcomed the very fabulous Selena Warren and Marissa Reed from Awesomeness TV's Foursome, now playing on YouTube Premium, and it happens to be the longest-running YouTube Premium show ever. That's right. These ladies are doing it. They do everything. They created the program, they write the program, they star in a number of episodes, and they directed a number of episodes. Listen, these ladies are absolutely fantastic. And you're about to see them literally everywhere. Not figuratively, but literally. On every screen, large, small, tiny, ginormous, you are about to see them because they got this show through a pilot that they wrote called Delinquents, and they are just really fantastic. It was such a pleasure speaking with them. We did have some pretty major technical difficulties, <laughs> which you will hear about throughout the episode. My card on my wonderful little Tascam recorder device said that it was full and it just would not go away and I tried everything and finally had to switch over to recording on my phone. Now my phone does have a wonderful little app called TW Recorder so I just switched over to that and it and it works. Listen guys the show must go on and I do whatever I have to do and uh, they just rolled with it. They were very understanding. Thank you both so much for that. It was really, really such a pleasure to have them on the show. Guys, I do want to invite you to the Patreon. The, um, the Patreon helps us, uh, not the Patreon, just Patreon. It's, it's, it's not like the Facebook, it's just, it's just Facebook. Patreon is an incredible resource that allows art makers like myself to, uh, to do the show. It allows me to keep the equipment running <laughs> properly <laughs> and and sometimes get new equipment uh, so that I don't have so many te technical difficulties like I did this time and helps me to rent the studio when we are in the studio and allows me to keep bringing on amazing and wonderful guests like uh, Selena and Marissa and all the wonderful guests that you hear on this program. For as little as $5 a month, you can uh, you can help us help the show continue and allow me to offer you some really cool original premium content. In fact, if you go on there, there's a cool little video that I did with the wonderful Brittany Young from Glow. I would also like to invite you to join myself and the amazing comedy writer Libby Ward, who now goes by L Ward because she's fancy. No, she's not fancy. She's wonderful. Every Friday night, we play a Twitter hashtag game called Sneaky Fridays. And you don't have to go anywhere. You can do it in your PJs while you're eating Frosted Flakes. And I sometimes do that very many times. <laughs> Every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you just get on there. We have a different fun hashtag every Friday night. This most recent Friday, we, uh, as we usually do on, on most Fridays, we were trending this, uh, this most previous time. We trended both number eight and three across the entire country. So get in all the fun. That's 8 to 10 p.m. every Friday. I would also like to thank all of you that uh, came out to the Los Angeles Haunted Hayride. It was a magical month of, uh, of mayhem. <laughs> I was in the trick-or-treat area. I played two different characters. I was Charlie Manson and then changed over to the Boogeyman. <laughs> Boy, did I have a lot of fun with that. Uh, it was so much fun. We had just an unbelievable amount of guests that came out. We had a lot of celebrities roll through. Kristen Bell came through with Dax Shepard, Fred Armisen, and Natasha Lyonne. Betsy Sidaro came through. <laughs> Mary Holland came through our, uh, our last few days, and I recognized her. I called her out by name in character and scared, just scared her to death. She almost shit her pants. <laughs> when I called her out by name, I totally flipped her lid. In fact, she tweeted me about it. So bless you, Mary Holland. <laughs> you are a delight. So thank you, everyone, that uh, that came out to the 10th anniversary of the Haunted Hayride. It was uh, it was really unbelievable. So glad that I got to uh, take take part in that. 
just worked with a really amazing team. And, uh, you know, it, it's so great working with a team that you that you trust and rely on and that you can just have fun with. And uh, they were just the most excellent group of people. So, uh, so thank you to everyone that came out to that. And as I usually say, and I will say this time, without further ado, here we go with Marissa Reed and Selena Warren of Awesomeness TV's Foursome, now playing on YouTube Premium. Here we go. Play that music. All right, and here we go one more time. <laughs> Gotta love technical difficulties. Oh my goodness. Welcome to another new episode of Faux Real. I am here with Selena Warren and Marissa Reed of the fantastically funny Foursome on YouTube Premium, which is an Awesomeness TV production. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks Welcome for again, us. Selena and Marissa. Thanks. This episode comes to you once again from the uh, the very cool library at the Sunny Gables Estate. It's very it's it's uh, it's like right out of Beauty and the Beast, and it's uh, pretty creepy, but also very cool and has really nice acoustics. So yeah. so here we are. <laughs> Let's jump right into it. Sure. Tell me about how the show came together, how you found your cast, all of those things. The show came together. We pitched to um, Awesomeness TV after they told us they were looking for a R-rated high school Sex in the City. Um, so we pitched against like 15 other people. They chose our show, which was Foursome. And we wrote the entire first season by ourselves, all six episodes, and went into production without a network attached. Um, and as far as casting goes, we held auditions and we auditioned equal parts YouTubers or social media influencers as well as traditional actors. And um, Jen and Ricky, who are two of our leads, had worked with Awesomeness before. They obviously have a huge social media following, so it was a no-brainer to have them come It's on. pretty interesting because... They are the social media influencers, but they are the only two members of the original foursome that are still on the show. That's awesome. Yeah. I love the Awesomeness TV studios, too. Um, I was a uh, casting assistant for My Dead Ex. Yeah. And... Yeah, Awesomeness has been really amazing at giving us a lot of creative control. We sold the show when we were only 24 years old, and we didn't really have a ton of professional writing experience. And like Selena said, they let us write by ourselves the entire first season, and then from season seasons two through four, we show ran a writing room. So you do have an official writing room. Yes. It's all super professional. And our writing room has grown by one person every single season. Um, so it's been really, and we've got to work with, like, like we said, our friends, one of the writing teams in our room, David and Jeff, who we call the Idiot Boys, which is actually their own nickname that they gave themselves. That yeah, they, they signed an email, like, love the Idiot Boys, and we were like, that's now your name from oh, here on out. And they perfect. hate it, so they, like, stop calling us that. <laughs> just just But we can't. They're really the opposite. That's why it's funny, is because they're, like, the best and the smartest, and they they are now producers of the show after three seasons. You wrote, produced, and directed a, a pilot called Delinquents with Jillian Bell and Lil Rel, and that helped you pitch... To awesomeness. That helped us direct. Yes. Helped you, yeah. helped you direct. So we, yeah, we wrote, starred in, and directed this pilot presentation along with Canvas Media, which is a digital uh, production company. And we were able to take that footage and show it to awesomeness to then get to direct an episode of Foursome. And then this season, we were able to direct two episodes, um, one of which was the finale. That's which fantastic. was so cool because the finale is the highest budget. We got to use a crane, 250 extras. We were on Holy location crap. for oh, a lot nice. of it. Where'd you get to go? Grant High School, which uh -huh. Clueless was shot at. So Ooh. it's like a very oh my God. near I'm and dear. A big, uh, Cher fan. In our first season, we um, recreate the scene when Cher comes out of the classroom with her cell phone and then Dee meets up with her on her cell uh -huh. phone and we recreated uh -huh. that. Holy crap. We shouldn't say we, Amy York Rubin, who directed the first, all of the first series, uh, recreated that. Wow. Congratulations on that. Um, that is truly profound and amazing that you that you got to direct right out of the gate. That's that's 
pretty phenomenal. Yeah, we've been, I mean, we've been so lucky to have as much creative control as, as we have because working with, you know, a studio or a network, they're normally, they give a ton of notes. They have, they're a lot more hands-on and both Awesomeness and YouTube, now Premium, have really let us have a ton of creative control. We've found that that's not just on foursome. So part of the reason we came back for season four of foursome was because Awesomeness TV gave us a blind deal to develop something for the two of us to star in. Wow. So we're doing something called Witch with a B. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. And we're, we love witches. We were talking earlier about how we love Buffy and all that stuff. So this would yes. be a witch comedy, very much in a goofy tone. And um, their, the, their notes have been excellent. And, like, they've been super great collaborators. And another reason we came back for a, a fourth season was because we wanted to kind of pay forward the opportunities that we had been given. So we we made a huge effort to hire as many women as possible this season. Mm-hmm. We had over 70% of the writing room was female. We had 50-50 directors in uh, both half of them were female and half were diverse. Both above and below the line was 50-50. And our DP was a female DP this season. That's pretty rare. Yeah, it's extremely it She was a camera operator on our second season and she asked to do it and we were like why would we ever say someone literally gave us the show with no experience why would we and she is experienced why would we ever say no and we think the season looks the best it's ever looked because yeah. of and she does a kick-ass job to yeah do yeah it, so. and her name is okay. Ellie Ann Fenton just to give yeah, her a shout, shout out, out. <laughs> so if you're looking for a DP she is where it is at I mean we had such specifics in mind this season we wanted it to be Amblin very 80s Steven Spielberg I love that um, I love that so much so yeah. she because half the half the show takes place in a treehouse this season we do <laughs> green screen bicycle riding um so she made all of that stuff come to life I love it. Bravo to both of you for, I, I mean, that's that's absolutely incredible. Thanks. Giving so many powerful women opportunities to showcase. And uh, I only got to watch one episode because <laughs> I, I was sent uh, three links and unfortunately only one of them worked. So I watched season four, episode three, where uh, Hugh... Hugh rejoins the OG foursome. Yes. They decide on friendship yeah. tattoos. Yeah. And he and, and Andy are, are very, they're really friendly cousins. Yes. Like, <laughs> very... This all stemmed from, so we knew we had to bring two, we knew that we weren't going to have the original foursome back. We knew, you know, the foursome's been changing, like, almost every season. One and two, they were the same. Three, we had a new girl. And then four, we were going to get rid of the new girl we brought in last season and also uh, Megan was only coming back who plays Courtney for one episode so we were like we have to really reinvent the foursome and that was like who what two characters what dynamics are gonna we gonna bring in and Marissa is very very close with her brother and they're totally normal I mean they're close they're very close (laughs) but I make fun of her Selena thinks it's just bizarre yeah. Um, so it's so you so the have relationship. That, that relationship because <laughs> the, we're not like kissing on the lips, but yes, that is like a extreme exaggerated version yeah, yeah, yeah. of me and my brother. Like my brother won't even hug me straight on because my boobs will touch his chest. So like I've got a very skewed version of what's normal. Oh my god. Yeah. That's that's amazing. So we were like, we want to do a, to- a kissing cousin, so we think that'll be really funny. And we also wanted to show the entire first season is basically Andy getting cock-blocked by her brother. And so we wanted to show her getting cock-blocked again, but by someone who she's so close with that she loves so much. So it's almost herself cock-blocking herself. (laughs) (laughs) We're really dealing with deep themes. I mean, seriously, seriously. Important stuff. Watching that episode, it was it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> and you see Fortune Feimster in that episode as well as That's the right. tattoo artist. Yep. Yeah, she's so great. She's uh, awesome. She's she's, she's, so she's a real hoot. She's a friend of ours, and luckily she says has said yes to everything we've asked her to do. She, she was also in the Delinquents uh, pilot. Okay. 
Very cool. And and how did you uh, how did you first meet her? I know Fortune and Jillian both from the Groundlings. So that's how those relationships Okay, you're started. a Groundling. Okay. I'm not a Groundling, but I did go <laughs> okay, to okay. the Groundlings. Okay, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sensitive subject. It's hardcore. Okay. It is hardcore, but it's... it introduced me to amazing, amazing people, so I will always be grateful. I saw one of the greatest shows that I've ever seen um, at Groundlings like a year ago. With uh, with Jim Rash, uh, Maya Rudolph. Um, wow! Yeah, uh, yeah you got Maya, Maya, Maya popped in, and um, it was one of those things where um, they had a raffle for tickets. I won tickets, so like I I got to see it for free. I had great seats. It was just mind blowing. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I love both of those guys. And uh, I saw that you uh, speaking of Maya. I saw that you watch Big Mouth. Yeah, one of we my favorite love shows Big on Mouth. Netflix. We love it. So so much. I feel like the person who we feel closest to in the comedy <laughs> department is Nick Kroll. Like, his he's brain... I mean, he's a... I, we can't even compare because he's, like, a yeah. genius. But, I like, when we watch the show, we're like, I can't believe we didn't think of that first. Because yeah. it's so fucking And funny. we also just wish so badly that it was it was around when we were, like, going through puberty. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 uh, it's wonderfully written. It's absolutely poignant i agree nick is a total genius no one can say booble bath like my rudolph <laughs> yeah. um so, the shame wizard coming in this season i mean that was that was it's phenomenal. all so good it's so good we have so many friends who dressed up like them for halloween yeah and nicole's tweeted leon dalman's costume oh really mm-hmm. that's so funny what did you do for halloween this year we did nothing yeah we were super <laughs> lame we didn't dress up we went to the haunted hayride but oh, yeah, not on actual through. Halloween. But you didn't come to see me. I know. Lame. I know. We just, I, we I did a hayride and then we bolt. I didn't even know there was a trick-or-treating alley or... It was the neighborhood so you took, to the left that we were standing in front so of. So you took the main hayride then? The yeah. actual yeah. trip up and around? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I was... Uh, I, I played two different characters. I... Um, I was in the, the last house at the very end of trick-or-treat. So you're coming through. You're knocking on doors. You either get a trick or a treat, and uh, but you get to my door, it's just open. So every single guest that comes through just sort of stands there and sort of looks in, and they sometimes very lightly knock on my door, like the other ones, and, and then they so carefully peer in around the door, and there are dead bodies strewn about inside my house. Wow. There's like... It was a big fat guy with his uh, uh, with his head detached, uh, yeah. just inside the door, and uh, some poor woman with tattoos that was uh, brutally killed so like, yours on is a the treat. table. It it is. <laughs> it's anyone, a total treat. Yeah. Anyone listening who doesn't know what haunted hayride is is like, I mean, what? What the fuck? is going on? Um. So for the for the first like. A uh, week and a half, I was Charlie Manson, and I, I had, like, a full silicone mask, and it was creepy as fuck! Because I'm just, you know, I'm, like, standing slightly behind the door, and I do the, the jump scare. The great thing about Charlie Manson, for the purposes of my of my scare, <laughs> was they, they couldn't... <laughs> <laughs> was I totally blended in with the darkness. They never had any idea that I was there... Then my new character, I, I had to change out of the silicone mask because it was a silicone mask, and I yeah. have asthma, and uh, it was a problem. Yeah. So um, they gave me um, a plastic mask, something that you would see in The Purge, and then I just had, like, a little stocking cap. But it, it like, reflected the light, so I had to, like, even more, like, you know, stand <laughs> against the wall. And my house was really cool because I've got like a full, it, it looked like a full library in there. Um, and, you know, and with the dead bodies as you have. Yeah, but, that, um, I mean, that's why we stuck so on the So you missed right. out. <laughs> did not come. We, we did like, miss out. Sounds complicated back there. But I here mean, we are in a real haunted house. It, so. This is a real haunted house, yes. Someone uh, supposedly died in the bathtub upstairs. I stayed in a room uh, for a number of nights with a bunch of mirrors. I've never had any encounters. I'm super disappointed. There is a ghost cat we will probably see that uh, that is running around somewhere. My husband thought I died in the bathtub one time because oh, no. <laughs> I spilled Cheetos. I was eating Cheetos in the bathtub because I'm like a garbage person. <laughs> and I spilled them in the tub and my the water turned instantly like bright red. 
And I was like, I just ran this bath. Were I'm you not... eating hot Cheetos? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting out. Monster. So I just, but like, I like closed my eyes and fell asleep in a tub, blood red Cheeto tub. Oh my god. And my god. husband walked in and screamed and it woke me up. <laughs> I feel like that's an episode of uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend that I that I haven't seen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have we never watched that show. No, we should. Uh, I I think you both would. would That's what we really yeah, like Everyone that. says that, so we should probably listen. Yeah. Rachel Bloom is uh, an uber genius. She she is I'm just sure. a phenomenal human. Um, She's somebody who gives a lot of friends jobs and like yes. fought to get to be in things and stuff. She's very someone we definitely look up to career wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she got her start uh, uh, also UCD. on YouTube. And yeah. UCB, um, she did a, a great uh, music video that she wrote, produced, directed, right. starred in, uh, called Fuck Me Ray Bradbury. Super, <laughs> super cool check. Yeah. Yeah. We got to talk so much more about the show. So you're currently in season four. Once again, congratulations on that. YouTube Premium's longest running show. And tell me more about your stars. You you did cast them. You had an official casting session. So Jem's an influencer um, mm-hmm. who is now like fully traditional actress slash influencer she is like it's crazy because these kids that do youtube have to do both of them at the same time yeah so she has to pre-record her videos before we go to shoot because she's on set for like 13 hours every single day and she's the lead so she's in every single scene almost she works harder than anybody she has to memorize i mean probably 15 pages of dialogue every single night in addition to editing filming her own videos keeping up with her brand deals you know making the real money because this this show is not paying her what she's making on youtube yeah she will see her in her trailer in between takes editing her videos she's just working constantly and ricky really we've seen his numbers grow he started on vine and now he's just killing it like he's been retweeted and like plugged by shonda rhimes so he's like become this huge brand his numbers now i think almost match jen's yeah it is on instagram so he's like really rising and And he's just naturally one of the funniest and most charismatic people you've ever met like, he, his character is who he is. Mm-hmm. He just, the way he talks, he really the way he carries it. himself is just, no one is like him. He's just so funny. And Ricky's funny because, like, he doesn't, he's got this insane energy where he'll go out as we're shooting and, like, go party a night and then he'll come back, like, totally ready to go. And we're like, we would be dead. Yeah, we've never felt as old <laughs> as when we started Foursome. We were like, well, we were 24, and we were like, oh, 18's not that much younger than 24, but it became very apparent to us so yeah. that we had a huge They call gap. us mother and papa. <laughs> yeah. And we totally leaned into it. Like, when they do, when they're being bad kids, we'll be like, mother and papa are very disappointed in you. <laughs> or if they do that, they're like, papa is proud. <laughs> And they'll be, and then they'll be like, "Mother, can you get me a snack?" And I'm like, "There's PAs to do that, but right. I'll but she always does I it. Do, I do do it. They know better than to ask Papa for snacks. <laughs> <laughs> and our new kids are just like it feels like they've been there since season one. And this is like the cast. It felt like it was always meant to be. Um, with James Morrissey, who plays our kissing cousin Hugh, and Sarah Gilman, who plays our amazing Wynn, who's like this crazy girl that used to be a bad girl and is now trying to reform herself. And then we've got Jessie Lee, who plays um, Ruben, who is Dakota's first ever relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and He's everyone's favorite, actually. Like, everyone that's commenting on the episode right now is like, who's this guy we yeah, love? And he's our he's favorite so character. talented. And we named him Ruben because of the director of our first season, Amy York Ruben. We name a lot of characters <laughs> after real-life people, actually. Yeah. Um, Andy like Fixler. Ex- Andy Fixler is... First and last is someone I went to high school with, and I didn't realize it was not on purpose because we named her Andy because the guy that plays Justin on mm-hmm. our show, his name is Andy, and we've been friends with him since college. Okay. And then it was, when it came time to think of a last name, she was like, Fixler, that <laughs> sounds like a real name, because it was. <laughs> Um, but I mean, some of them are on purpose. Like Courtney Todd is a real girl I went to high school with. Dakota Green is someone we Our know. Our friend, he's actually on the show. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like we combine, you know, like ex-boyfriends' names 
Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure everyone I went to high school with is like, move on. Like, <laughs> get along. There's some subtle shade in there. And you had, uh, you had Logan Paul on your show. Mm-hmm. I uh, love how you slide with it. <laughs> It was, terrible, it was a terrible, it was a terrible transition, but, um, you know, so did it, ha- where in the lineage of his, uh, whole happening did that, like, was he on your show? He was a big Vine star when he auditioned for the show. Like, okay. he, he was probably one of the most popular of the Vines, but mm-hmm. he wasn't, like, the humongous star. It was before he started yeah. vlogging, it was before he started going really onto YouTube more. Um, so when he booked it... He was, like, so excited about the project. He was really awesome. Um, and, and also, he's an incredibly hard worker. He would vlog... I mean, even though it was crazy annoying, he would, like, vlog all over set. Oh, and sure. He, he also, sure, like, wrote course. a movie that he gave us at the end yeah, of the Yeah, in between was, takes. He, what the he's, hell? All of the social media influencers we work with are some of the hardest working people you will ever meet. They it's, all have, like, a utility belt of, of Red Bull, or, like, how does that even... I don't know I mean, how they're their young. brain functions. <laughs> they're young, right. but they're young. I never had I that energy so when I was 18. <laughs> I, it's such a drive. They have, s- yeah. they have such a work ethic and such a drive. They've they found a way in for themselves, and now they're, like, fully taking advantage of it. Right. You, and then Logan really blew up, I think. He got to his biggest start, really, end of second season, start of third yeah. season. So... That was when things really got crazy. Really heated up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so impressed with everything that you're doing with with the show and all of your other projects. Um, I I don't ima- I imagine this is your absolute baby right now, right? Like, are you working on uh, other things outside of this? Absolutely. Yeah. Like Selena said, we have a blind deal with Awesomeness TV, so we're currently developing which okay. would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also are developing a show with Temple Hill. They did okay. Fault in Our Stars and Twilight. They do a lot of book adaptations. Oh. Um, but we are developing a television series with them called Don't Tell Frank She's Dead. About a oh, wow. ghost in high school who doesn't know she's dead. She died in the 80s <laughs> and now it's present day. And like everyone in this one wing of the high school has to act like they're still in the 80s. So we play with kind of like 80s tropes versus the Gen Z of today. OMG. Yeah. That so sounds... we're into super grounded, normal <laughs> yeah, yeah, projects. Yeah. <laughs> And then we've got, I think, like, one of our most, our babies is the first movie we ever wrote together that we put on the Blacklist website. It went to number one um, for the month of January and has thus been optioned by Jeremy Gerlich, who has this whole empire called American High. So Mm -hmm. he bought a high school in Syracuse, and he's shooting three movies that all have the same, they share the same universe. So it's like if Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles and Ferris Bueller all went to the same high school. That is that is absolutely incredible. I, yeah. I can't wait. So we're supposed to, I mean, the goal is to act the part, it's based off of our high school experience, it's based on a true story, and the names are, if we couldn't be clear enough about how that went, <laughs> you know, we named the characters Selena and Marissa. Um, so we're really hoping, Jeremy, that we can make this, Jeremy, real soon, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. All, all, all of that, Jeremy. American High. He was writer, exec producer, and director of The Wedding Ringer. That's right. Uh, yeah. He is also behind Best Worst Weekend Ever. Now yeah, he actually yeah. gave me a little baby part on that show, Ooh. which was really funny because I called Marissa really upset, being like, there's no way he's going to let us play teenagers in our movie. And she mm-hmm. was like, why? And I was like, because I just got back from my fitting for this part he gave me, and I'm dressed head to toe in, like, a suit to be a principal. And I'm like, if he's telling me that we're old enough to be a principal in a high school, we're definitely (laughs) not going to be teenagers. And then the day of shooting, I made Marissa come with me because I was so sad and I was feeling so nervous. Sure. And when Jeremy saw me, he was like, what are you wearing? Yeah, it's just a mix-up. You were supposed (laughs) to be high school. So Marissa, like, ran home, got her own clothes to bring me because they didn't have anything. And I was, like, wore Marissa's clothes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And I made it. I can't, he kept it in the, he kept it in this. That's fantastic. Episode three, y'all. All right. Yeah. Are they, are they all up? I yeah, see, This is something else up. I got. I, there are, there are so many things. Like, there, there are so many great shows. I have to go back and watch every episode of your show now. Like, I, <laughs> There's I a have lot. To, I yeah, have to go through episodes. the whole 
The whole, that's not many. They're short episodes. I can totally do 22 this. 22 minutes, a normal half hour. Comedy. I love it. Yes. Yeah. This, okay, great. <laughs> uh, because I have to go through the whole adventure of the on again, off again. Will they, won't they? Jandy. Yes, you Jandy. Hashtag Jandy. Also, this is totally random and may not be uh, anything at all, but I see that you're both uh, credited as a special thanks on searching. <laughs> What, That's what, right. What's the story we there? are. Um, the third season, Sev, who is the writer and producer of Searching, along with his partner. I don't think he wrote it. I thought him and his partner wrote it, and then his um, partner directed it. Maybe. We'll and double check that before we post this. <laughs> it's uh, well, well, John Cho. Direct- he starred in it. Yeah, he starred in he it. He did not direct his, it. Yeah. I know Sev's partner directed yes. it. Yes. Okay. I thought Sev and his partner wrote it. Okay. Anyway, so he, uh, he produced it. Sure. In our minds, he is searching. He's everything to do with <laughs> He searching. plays every role. Um, he is the camera. <laughs> he asked for a small note from us, so we actually watched it before it was released to give oh, him a nice. note, and then he gave us a special thanks. Because we didn't he, realize how big this movie was going to be because yeah. we're jerks. And he he was brought on as an outside producer for season three because okay. Awesomeness was producing so many things right. that they didn't have enough producers to spread around. And because Marissa and I had been on the show for so long, they were like, really, you just need someone to like do the business side. You know what I mean? Like if we're going into overtime, decide if we're, what money we're allowed to spend yeah. on that day. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So Seb was brought on for that. And we like we had this like instant fun weird connection like we were so brother sister made fun of each other pretty hardcore we call him glendale which he hate loves <laughs> um because when he when we were meeting with him to hire him for the job he like went on and on about a he, movie that he yeah he couldn't stop talking about glendale and how he's like such a big deal in glendale because he had a movie <laughs> and we were like all right glendale okay. all right. Um, but he's obviously majorly talented and successful and he was working on searching and we were like all right like we didn't realize that it was going to be this huge theatrical release that did so well and really like created this new genre like he's such a baller yeah I found out about searching from an uh, Instagram post by Karen Gillen, who was doing a shout-out for her good friend, John Cho, because, of course, they work together on Selfie and, you know, a bunch of other things. And she posted on Instagram to say, um, I'm giving out free tickets. Go to the Hollywood Arclight. You'll see it for free. So I was like, yes, please. <laughs> um, it's an absolutely phenomenal movie. The editing in that movie will... I, I, I don't I don't know how they did that. Neither I, I mean, do we. Yeah. He was working on it nonstop. He's like the, another person that is just nonstop so hardworking. Working, yeah. Um, season three was the most stressful season by, like, a time Yeah. 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 It, it, we filmed almost the entire season on location, in Malibu, at wow. the nature preserve. So it was like an hour twenty drive through the mountains every morning completely in the dark and then same drive back through the mountains at night completely in the dark so it was like you just didn't have any concept of what time it was yeah and that's after working a 15 hour day on set so yeah it it was really rough really rough and Sev, like, made us get through that season. Like, if it wasn't for him... Yeah, we would have lost our minds. And we already did lose our minds, <laughs> but we would have lost them a lot earlier. Yeah, that season four so was, like... so much to take on. It was beautiful. Season four was, like, all in the studio. It was... <laughs> nice. Even with the power outages and the heat waves and, like, all the stuff you've We would with, take it. We would take it a hundred times. Yeah. I gotta talk to you guys about your Twitter game. <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get up on the Twitter. No, yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're not super into she social says media. I like Instagram. I post. Pre- I'm pretty active on Instagram. Um, Twitter is just like, it's all too much. You know what I mean? It's all too is much. It? On I Instagram, think... you gotta do like 500 hashtags. I like. Well, we don't do that. Yeah, we don't do that. We we're don't not, play their games. Yeah, we're not like <laughs> social mediaers. I think I follow. Seven people on Twitter, yeah, and like ninety on Instagram. So you you, you let your cast of influencers uh, do do all that. It's too exhausting. Yeah, it's not. It's not. You know what? We're busy like writing. Like what? You're not we, busy enough. When we moved out here, we're like, I want to be an actress, and they're like, Yeah, but you have to write your own thing. And I was like, Okay, so I write it. They're like, Yeah, but you have to direct it. Yeah, but you have to produce it. Yeah, but you have to make it yourself. And then they're like, Yeah, and you have to tweet every single day, twice a day, and also Instagram. And I'm like. Yep. There's too many jobs. I don't want all of them. Yeah. Right. And then, like, I tweet something, and like, I 
press it and something's spelled wrong and I feel like an idiot and I'm like, everyone's judging me. It's like the yeah, worst Yeah, it's too much feeling. anxiety surrounding social media. Yeah, I don't like it. Agreed. Although, <laughs> it is a lot. For my biggest, like my biggest Instagram moment is the past, since season two, I started doing this thing every morning when we were shooting where I would say good morning chickens with like some filter on my face. And be like, today's day, whatever, foursome, and today I'm feeling, and I would always do something stupid. And it really caught on to, like, my nine fans on Instagram. <laughs> like, more chickens! Yeah, like, more chicken videos. So I, did, I do do a lot of chicken videos. Bugger? Yeah. So you try to do, like, silly things? And... Every morning, yeah. yeah. They got more positive as the seasons were going on. At first, yeah. our pro- like, the producers at Awesomeness TV were like, they knew it was bad when the Good Morning Chickens were, like, dark. <laughs> well, fine. More Twitter for me, then. I actually deleted my Twitter and Facebook app off of my phone, so I hardly go on there. I really have to make an effort to go on there. It really is a lot to deal with, though. It's, it's so much to keep up with. And I think Instagram like, is just going to be it for us. But the only reason I use Facebook is because my Instagram has that thing where it's, like, also post to Facebook, and oh, I just say yes. right, the auto-post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta fix mine because I use, I was using a service called IFTTT, if then, if that, then, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, if then, this, that, I don't know. Where it, it would do a cross-post as an organic, so that the pictures would post organically from Instagram to Twitter instead of the link. Uh-huh. Uh, but I must have connected it wrong, and so now it posts... <laughs> the, it posts the Instagram, it posts the the pictures from my podcast Instagram on my personal, personal Twitter. I'm like, what? No, no, <laughs> just like stop you it. You have a hard time specifically with technology. <laughs> Gosh dang it. <laughs> you caught me. Sensing a theme. Hey now. <laughs> it's totally true. <laughs> you just... Well, it's, I am generally uh, very tech savvy. I just have super bad luck with things yeah, we hear that. wanting to not work at Is it always here? Really bad times. Maybe it's like a technology I, ghost. Uh, if that's the case, uh, I'm going to call the Ghostbusters. And Is that your that. phone case? Is the Ghostbusters thing? The Ghostbusters trap. Yeah. Once signed by Dan Aykroyd himself. Wow. Uh, met him at, um, was actually an event for his Crystal Vodka uh, he's yeah. He's got he's got a, a line of vodka called Crystal Vodka. I would buy Dan so, Aykroyd's vodka. I mean, why not? And they they had little uh, little shooters, little uh, shot glasses that were the Crystal. I want to say Crystal Skull. That's Harrison Ford's thing. Did you but, like the new Ghostbusters with all the women? If you say no, you're sexist. I know. <laughs> he didn't and know. I, I do. I, uh, there's no way I can get out of this, but uh, I'm going to tell you the truth because you asked. Listen, here is exactly how I feel about it. I love all of the actresses. I love all of the people in that movie. I don't think it was executed nearly as well as that should have been. I love Paul Feig. I think he is a masterful genius of of movie making. And also, he. Uh, I don't know if you watched um, the Joel McHale show on oh, Netflix yeah. that he... Executive produced, um, and I I love everything there. The original Ghostbusters is one of the first movies I ever saw. You're too too close to it. it. I am. I'm far too close to it. Listen, if if I would have watched it in the current in this current era that it was released, I'm sure it would probably be one of my favorite movies ever. But Mm -hmm. I just I I also felt Bill and Dan appear was not as great as it. As I felt it should have been. Wow, that, you that's feel all. deeply. Yeah. <laughs> but nothing will hold up I, to the I original know, to I know. you. I I I really agree. Wait, yeah. so you've got so you've got the Ghostbusters phone case. I gotta mm-hmm. show you my phone Uh-oh. case. It's not Ghostbusters. Oh, this is gonna be it's awesome. homemade. Can, Whoa! Can you read what that says for all the listeners who can't I, see it? it? Uh, so her phone case is an embroidered Mike Myers, <laughs> and it is. Uh, I'm going to put this on the Instagram if you don't mind, yeah, sure. because that is bizarre. absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it is bizarre, but Mike that Myers, is really cool. as in SNL's Mike Myers. That's right. Not Michael Myers, the horror. That's- Yes. Villain. Uh, and Shrek, and one of my uh, other favorite characters of all of pop culture, uh, Austin Powers slash Dr. Evil. Yes. Uh, Dr. We're Evil huge has, Austin. We're uh, huge Austin Powers. Powers. That's how I have it. It's because my favorite movie of all time that I actually have not rewatched because I don't 
want to remember it any differently than I do. <laughs> okay. It is, um, so I married an I axe murderer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Bravo. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I recently rewatched all of the Austin Powers films. Mm-hmm. Those still hold up to me. I how don't care how insane they Definitely the first one holds up. The third yeah. one is... <laughs> So cuckoo bananas, it just yeah. like fully went crazy. But it's got Beyonce in it, so it does have Beyonce. You, you gotta, yeah. you gotta hand it to him. I, I love him. I love him so much. Just and, a uh, Have you genius. seen the new? Uh, he is a bizarre genius. Have you seen the new um, Gong Show? The resurgence. Of I the can't Gong watch show. that because of all like spiders and the snakes and like that stuff gives me mad anxiety. Does it? As much as I love me some Mike Myers in full character for no reason, <laughs> I cannot watch it. You don't. Uh, you don't do snakes and spiders. I don't do like. First of all, I don't do. I don't Crawly do, things. Anything that gives me anxiety. Like you know what the worst thing that gives me anxiety is? Meet the parents. Movies really? where you can tell stuff awkward. is gonna go wrong, yeah, and you're just like you're, you know, this is gonna go wrong. Maybe you should, but watch it's like things that friends. go <laughs> wrong to good innocent people yeah. that like have like good that. intentions. Yeah, any really anything with Ben Stiller in it. I, <laughs> Except for yeah, Dodgeball. Yeah. I love Dodgeball. <laughs> gotta love me some Justin Long. And Dodger Rich, you can dodge a ball. Yeah. All the people that uh, that showed up in that movie too. It's just like crazy. It's nuts. I gotta rewatch that too. Yeah, it's been a minute since yeah. I've seen me since Dodgeball. Yeah, <laughs> see if it holds up. Yeah. Marissa, you have a thing for corn dogs. Let's discuss. True though, I do love. I've corn never dogs. once in my life seen you eat a corn dog. That is not true. <laughs> when, when have I seen you? eat I've made you take me to Wiener Schnitzel to get corn dogs, mini corn dogs specifically, three times. I have a bad memory. I smoke a lot of weed. Do you? No, actually yeah. not anymore. But I have in my lifetime. <laughs> All of her brain cells are just fried. <laughs> I don't smoke, otherwise I would offer. Although I, think I would never smoke weed in this haunted mansion. <laughs> Listen, that 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 might be an adventure. You don't I, smoke because of your to. asthma or because you're a square. So the <laughs> it's legal Burn. now. A square is even. Uh, an I'm a, I am square. Um, I'm a total square. Uh, too hip to be square, though. I have asthma, but, and uh, it's never bothered me. It's never bothered you. Yeah, how hardcore is your asthma? I take... It's pretty hardcore. Yeah, I take an inhaler every single day so I don't have asthma attacks. Okay, a so you steroid. do have a rescue inhaler. Yeah. I, well, that's a, I take a steroid every day, so I yeah, do, yeah, yeah. and then I have a rescue inhaler and also a, okay. a nebulizer. Okay. Yeah. I think I need to get a new nebulizer. Um, I just add like... <laughs> this is the this is this is the right? <laughs> And also, I have asthma too. Hooray! Go team asthma! <laughs> <laughs> If you could work with anyone on anything, what would you love to be doing and with and working with who? If we could work on anything, I mean, like, if we just had total power, it would be to have a production company that's our own on a lot and be able to make, like, five movies a year or, you know, half TV shows, half movies, and either get to, like, choose what our next projects are that we get to be in or direct or produce and also, like, make our friends stuff and then cast it with all these, like... You know, all the comedy people that we're obsessed with are like, do new things. Yeah. Like, that's the dream. The dream is to create stuff for ourselves to star in or direct. So if we had the money and the power to choose what those projects were, it would be the ultimate goal. So who would you most want to bring on set? Honestly, like more than people I admire, like Jillian Bell, like who's one of my best friends, like mm-hmm. getting to make movies with like our friends who happen to also be incredibly successful, like mm-hmm. that's to me the dream. Obviously, Mike Myers. Sure. Absolutely. But, like, as himself, like, he was in So I Married an Axe Murder. Like, not a character. I would just want pure Mike Myers. <laughs> All the time. I don't think day. you do, though. I, I do, I do. <laughs> no, you, you, I don't think you could handle it. Like, I think that would literally kill you. <laughs> yeah, it would make me pretty ill. <laughs> I, I won't lie. I would love that. Marissa I, really I, loves I really Hilary like... Duff. I feel like she would lose her ah, mind. Uh-huh. I'm a huge Hilary Duff fan, for sure. I was a big-time fan of her music. I went to her Metamorphosis tour when I was way too old. I was 15. And There's I went... actually a line this season that made the cut that says in the show, <laughs> you like... talk about, like, you love the rain more than Hilary Duff or something. It's like... <laughs> Saying that you, I don't remember. It was like, that's like saying Hilary Duff needs to write another song about the rain. Yeah. She rolled through Candytopia, where, where I worked previous to the LA on a day ride, which was like a Willy Wonka-esque yeah, we heard kind about of thing that. in Santa Monica. 
It was a total party when she Fran Dresser it. is another person. I was oh, like, was my yes. Yes. I was, we got to have Charles Shaughnessy, who played Mr. Sheffield, right? on this season of Forset. And Holy I crap. was, and like, he's not only the nicest man in the entire so world, nice. but so active on Instagram. Like, he likes a lot of things. Like, I posted a picture where I was like, I did not handle, like, of him and I and Marissa. Where I said, like, I did not handle this well. And then Marissa made fun of me and was like... No, you said, I may have kept it together in front of your face, but I <laughs> lost it in the office or something. And I was like, you did not keep it together as well as you thought you did. <laughs> and then he was like, haha, you're so sweet. And I was like, what? <laughs> he even spammed me on Facebook. Like, he yeah, spammed you? Yeah. So we're real friends. That's amazing. I would die to work with Reese Witherspoon. <gasps> I've always been yeah. a fan of hers. Yeah. And she's just like the Elle prom queen. herself. Yeah. Herself. I would... Also, Jennifer Garner. Yes. She's my one of my favorite people on Instagram. She's just, like, pure American goodness. Mm-hmm. She's always, like, picking up a chicken or, like, <laughs> stirring ice cream yeah. with her kids in a full witch yeah, costume. Yeah, she's really cute. She seems like a joyous, joyous person. She does. We just want to work with joyous people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, of course, like, you know, I really just, like, want to work with everyone in there. Anyone from the 90s. That was in anything we watched from the 90s. Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Freddie Prince Jr. Oh my, okay. So Sarah Michelle uh, also rolled through Candytopia and uh, I was on the clock and I didn't even say a word and she was like, (laughs) and she she pulled me in in the biggest hug, I will show you. Uh, It's on my Instagram. That's so nice. She is the sweetest, most delightful, wonderful person. She really, and Buffy. Well, it just, my husband I mean, just makes made me watch Scooby Doo because he's yeah. never seen it, and we were laughing. Wait, like the live <laughs> action, <laughs> the live action, but Scooby Doo is not an actual right. dog; he's a cartoon. Yeah. yeah, I remember that one. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. I love the two, like things from the two thousands where like Sugar Ray shows up, Pamela Anderson. <laughs> in it. It's like so right. insane for no reason. Yeah. Oh, I would love to work with. I'm gonna get Matthew Lillard. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, I love Without a Paddle. Seth Green. So good. Dax Shepard. It's phenomenal. Uh, are you listening to uh, Dax's podcast? I haven't. I really want to. It's called I Armchair him Expert. On it's it's nuts good. Uh, yeah. And he had Matt Lillard. Uh, I saw. I've listened, I've listened to a couple and of And Seth this. Green. I listened to My Favorite Murder. With, with Karen Georgia. Karen Kilgariff in Georgia. Yep. Yeah. Yep. One of my other uh, favorite people and podcast people is Allie Ward, who uh, did. Um, uh, Are you I sure you don't smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. Do Do I seem like I do? You just forget names. I really do. I really do, man. I I forget. I forget things. They just fall out of my ears. Georgia is great. My favorite murder is an absolute phenomenon. It's insanity how much it blew up and I mean it's not they're so talented and it's mm-hmm. so genius it's so topical right now too like there's so many murder shows and everyone's obsessed fascinated it, with it murder really fascinated yeah. they when they did the um what the, Golden State, the Killer. Golden State Killer I couldn't sleep for like months <laughs> And it's literally like a story that exists. I don't know if I should listen to that show and then sleep here. No, uh, I would not. I did. Definitely not. It's probably I not, not a good idea. <laughs> more than any, that one messed me up more than any of the rest of them. Ooh, yeah. Because it's so like, first of all, he was still at large for a long time. Mm-hmm. Thank God he's been caught, allegedly. I mean, allegedly. he hasn't gone through trial yet, but yeah. pr- pretty sure it's him. Um. But he would break into houses with couples. Like you're not even safe with somebody else, and rape a woman while whoever was in the house was their children partners whomever yikes and that to me is like the ultimate yeah. terror is like you're not safe no matter who's home Ooh. So, <laughs> chills sorry I just got dark dark. Turn. <laughs> and we're in a super spooky library yeah. right now I, I have to listen to much more of that show. You should. It's um, crazy. I bob around from all all the different podcasts. I try to take in all of the yeah. all of the podcasts you have to. and there are billions of them. I'm sure. <laughs> Armchair Expert is definitely up there. Uh, Anna Ferris is Unqualified is also great. I love, we I, love, we love Anna Ferris. We would love to work with Anna Ferris. Yeah. Hot Chick is amazing. Oh my god. One of my top five favorite movies. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, that <laughs> She's too. like barely in it. Rob Schneider yeah. is her the whole her, time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, and um, Matthew Lawrence. Like yeah. Heartthrob City. 
Are you kidding me? Absolutely. We should have a movie marathon here. You guys just come back. I'm never uh, coming back to we'll watch. <laughs> I will be here of like sneaking Only in, in in the, the middle daylight. of the night. No, I'm never coming back. It's so scary. No, I'm gonna sneak in while everyone's asleep and really it. snoop around. I mean, come on over. You're welcome to. Marissa likes to invite herself places. Yeah, actually, See season you? one of Foursome, we were filming the frat party at this like old house. This old, like, huge house in South Central, and there was an abandoned mansion. Well, what I thought was an abandoned mansion across the street, and I convinced I convinced Jen and Ricky to go snoop around with me, and it the turned, worst boss ever. We were in the middle of shit. <laughs> Come on, guys, yeah, it was, it was bad. Fine. But It'll it turned fine. out that it wasn't abandoned, and somebody lived there and like oh saw God. us snooping around his oh, house. Oh no! Yeah, it was. I terrifying. think they were having like an art. No, that was a different. I, Different house. I also snooped around that one, but that one actually was abandoned, so it was fine. Uh, you made sure that time. I'm I'm so glad there weren't any like uh, attack dogs or anything that come like came yeah, out it was chasing after you. It was worth it. <laughs> Not me. I stayed right by the popsicle cooler and just ate a hundred hot popsicles because it was like a million degrees outside. Oh yeah, nothing better than a hot popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, that will do it for this episode. Thank you both so much for joining me. Thanks for this having is, us. This, is, this has been a blast once we actually got going. Yeah. <laughs> all the, and thank you so much for, for being patient with me. Yeah, I'm of course. so sorry about that. No one should bother trying to find you on Twitter. Where else can people <laughs> find you? Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. My handle is Marissa L. Reed. And mine is Selena Double Yeah. Spelled I love out. that. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. And of course, you can watch every episode every of Foursome. Episode of Foursome on YouTube Premium. Yeah. And look for both Selena and Marissa's projects. Uh, you're not going to be able to miss them. You guys are already a big deal. You're going to be working with Reese Witherspoon, I'm sure, at any moment. So. It's From your be, mouth, babe. Yeah, thank uh, you. Listen, I'm manifesting it <laughs> yeah. right, right into the world. So that's going to do it for this episode. See you on the next one. Remember, you can follow me, as always, across all the places at Devlin Wilder. That's D-E-V-L-I-N-W-I-L-D-E-R. And Faux Real at Faux Real Pod. That's F-A-U-X-R-E-A-L-P-O-D. That's it for this one. See you on the next one.